you know, I just wanted to uh, kind of have this meeting and talk about what this podcast should be. And I figured we might as well record it as an artifact and uh, anyone else who's interested is missing out. Or if our podcast becomes super popular and uh, people want to come back and see the beginnings, they'll be able to uh, listen to episode zero here. So I guess if we could all just introduce ourselves first, because I'm not sure everyone knows each other. Russell, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so I'm I'm a dev at Tableau. I do data visualization, um, though I mostly work on backend stuff to make our code base cleaner. So I do a lot of refactoring, and uh, I live here in Seattle. Um, I don't know. What else should I say about myself? So that's good. Uh, Olu, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm Olu. I'm from London. Well, in London at the moment, at least, anyway. I'm a recent graduate of a coding bootcamp. It's all full set JavaScript, so I'm looking for a job at the moment. That's what I do. Martin, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, I'm Martin. Uh, I am originally from the UK, so yay for that, Olu. Uh, I am a software developer. I work for ThoughtWorks as a consultant. Lots of traveling. Currently, I'm in Sydney in Australia, um, and I live in Perth in Australia. And Jonathan. Uh, I'm Jonathan Taylor. Um, I'm a college student, but I'm also a freelance designer um, just for whatever work I can find. And I study graphic design at Western Kentucky University. So I live in a little town called Bowling Green, Kentucky. Cool. Uh, and I'm Len. Uh, I'm Len Smith, IGNU, all over the internets. I'm mostly a Rails and JavaScript freelancer. Uh, and I have another podcast called Turing Incomplete uh, at Turing Cool. And I'll probably reference it because I would imagine at least my first idea of workflows I'd like for this podcast would be just stolen from my other podcast. Um, so what do you all think about this podcast idea generally? I love it. I've been listening to Turing Incomplete pretty much since episode one because uh, I, I knew Pam before uh, the podcast started. I met her at PyCon many years ago when she was actually doing Python. And uh, ever since it started, I was like, ah, oh, that's such a cool idea. And I think this is a great kind of offshoot of that idea, but focusing on, on slightly different things. So that's why I'm excited. I think I really like the idea, mostly because I really love podcasts. And I think it's a great format um, for like easy consumption of information while you're doing other things, since it's audio only. Um, and I just think that we could have discussions and conversations that are best held in speaking rather than text um, that are important conversations to have. Yeah, I love listening to um, podcasts as well and any sort of like forum where I get to listen to people who are socially relevant to me crapping on about tech. Um, I just love it. I'm the same. I'm just really, I'm really interested because I haven't heard of any like LGBT podcasts full stop really, let alone in tech. So I think it's a good niche and just really interested in podcasts as well. Yeah. So what do you think about format? I think as far as formatting goes, um, the most practical format to have, I think, would be kind of like roundtable discussion um, with at least some regular people and then have like guests come and go. Um, but having some like regular voices to the conversation would uh, make it so it's not so like you're getting thrown into the like chaos of a random conversation each time. Um, but having that flexibility to allow multiple people to participate and get different perspectives on things is good also. Yeah, I think that helps with sort of managing, making it happen regularly as well. Um, that if you've got like a core panel, but not everybody's on it every week cause, or every fortnight or every month or however often it happens because uh, everybody's got commitments, but it's good to have enough people in the pool 
to keep things going. I like the idea of having it sort of rotate, but then not have everyone every time. Um, that way, it would allow us to just have multiple viewpoints uh, on different topics and people who are specializing whatever topic we're, we're on that week, I think would be good or people who are interested in that topic. I think one of the one of the things that Len mentioned uh, in the, the Trello board is that, you know, there are some times when there's a topic on on uh, one of the podcasts that he's just not interested in. So he tunes out. And I think I would probably end up doing the same thing because I'm kind of driven by what I'm passionate about that week. Early, what would you like to see out of a LGBTQ podcast? I agree with um, round tables, but I think interviews could be good too. We could get some like unknown. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I maybe I'm just new to the like LGBTQ tech scene, but I don't know who's queer. Like, it's always weird to be like, oh my gosh, they are. So having interviews from like prominent people as well would be quite cool. I think. I think the interesting thing about interviews, um, at least if we stick to like a fully roundtable environment, is like. In that context, if you're not really careful, it can almost like sound and come across as an interrogation um, if you don't make like an active effort to keep the like conversation like as a group conversation. Otherwise, like more of a one on one interview would work. But I think if you were to have like four or five people like asking a specific question to one person almost in like a presidential debate type format, it would come across (laughs) as awkward. Yeah, that's very true. And don't invite Trump. Yeah, preferably (laughs) not. I would like to interview uh, the Trump JS Twitter account. If you haven't followed it, it's just a uh, a Twitter account that was uh, talking about JavaScript as if it was a uh, Donald Trump. I don't know whether that's brilliant or super <laughs> evil. With this Zencaster Google Hangouts thing, I keep trying to sort of turn my microphone off if I'm not speaking. Um, does that turn Zencaster off as well, or does it still record? Uh, Zencaster is still recording, so you'd have to be used like some other kind of mic mic switch for that. So that just means a little more work for me in post, which I'm fine with, at least for the first episode. Uh, I will get very tired of that by episode five or six if we don't figure out uh, something. So I guess we could kind of bridge into that next. Like, what should our organization be? Do we need like a nonprofit for this or can we just like have somebody like everyone pitch in like maybe somebody gets the s3 account somebody gets the domain like or is it worth it to get like a nonprofit? yeah no i've um set up a nonprofit organization before and it is a huge pain that's for certain i think the only like advantage that nonprofit like incorporating a nonprofit would provide would be like formal organization and like accountability Um, But at least early on, I don't know if those are like incredibly necessary things. If like it became something greater, I think that's definitely something to look into. But if we don't need it for like immediate financial needs, I don't know if it's worth doing. Yeah, I would definitely not want to personally do that. (laughs) Yeah, but one thing I was thinking, I mean, if we did have income sponsors, maybe we could like outsource that um, editing and ideally, maybe, you know, people who like need it in our community who could like use extra work. Well, I think that goes for anything that we need done outsource work wise. If we can keep it within the community in some degree, that would be preferable, obviously. Um, outsourcing editing would be like a huge relief on you. That's for certain because it is a ton of work. Yeah, for Turing it complete, I usually I had planned on outsourcing it. And then I'll usually say something every podcast. I'm like, oh, shit, I should really uh, not have said that. And then like, I, per- I personally want to edit my own my own voice out of it. And that's exactly how things don't get outsourced is when <laughs> you're like, I want to have control of this. 
Any other uh, suggestions on organization before we go on to our next bullet? Probably uh, if we uh, are interested in sort of talking to other people and having guests, then, you know, planning that out in advance is obviously going to be useful because scheduling is one of those super difficult problems. Like maybe get a bunch of sort of like topics or types or people that we want to talk with. And I think um, as far as organizational structure goes, having like someone who would be like the coordinator of that um, would be good, who like it like manages the schedule and like would be the person to reach out um, to people that like the podcast as a whole is interested in discussing with if we don't already have like some sort of like personal connection with that person. Almost like some sort of like formal ambassador for the podcast as a whole, I think would be a good idea. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, that sounds yeah, good. How often are you thinking of putting these out as well? I mean, I personally like weekly. I don't know what you all think of that. I think like weekly is ideal. I do in, like prefer weekly podcasts. I don't know if initially while things are like getting off their feet, if like bi-weekly makes more sense just to like allow for a little more like intentional planning between episodes um, until we get like a more like for like a further out organizational schedule of what things are going to be. Or if we can develop that quickly, then like starting weekly would make sense. Well, at least with Turing and Complete, we found that the more difficult thing is just coming up with topics. Like I feel like our first year, you know, there's just like a lot of things like, because when you're talking about just general programming topics to get some like topics that are just like, you know, widely accessible and not too niche, like is kind of difficult. And then once we've talked about all those things, like we just kind of struggled a bit actually coming up with topics. So I actually think it's easier from the get-go being weekly and then gets harder as you kind of exhaust, especially if we start exhausting LGBT guests and topics. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Sure. I'm, I'm happy to sort of try and commit to weekly as much as, you know, I'm going to be available um, and see where it goes, right? And there's not been a lot of traction on Trello. Do you think we should move that to GitHub? I think yeah, it will be easier because of the likes opting in. I forgot about it. Right. Yeah, I think GitHub would probably be a better place. Personally, I am on GitHub way more often than I am on Trello. <laughs> yep. Okay, so done. The one thing we need to do is figure out what we are going to uh, call this repository. Well, have we decided on a name yet? Because I think you and I are the only ones who voted. <laughs> so <laughs> looking at the Trello board, which I guess is uh, now defunct, uh, the options uh, with two votes uh, is cultural decay, which is my favorite. Uh, then we have tech queers, techversity, and cute tech. Couldn't you just call the like GitHub um, like queer podcast and then like revote it if, if there were many people on the color? Because you can rename repositories, can't you? Oh, we could. What do you want to decide now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, if we do care about releasing episode zero, we should have a name. True. If only naming things was easy. Mm. Yeah, no, it's the hardest part of anything for me. At least <laughs> I'm awful at naming things. That's usually like the bulk of my code review comments from my peers is, man, this name doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so on the sort of things that are on there currently, cultural decay personally feels a bit negative. That's fair. It's a bit sarcastic. But... <laughs> yeah. I was joking when I said it, but I still like technically queer. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't hate that. <laughs> I kind of like that, actually. Although, I don't know if there's like a technically 
that is kind of a brand. I don't know if we're infringing on that. Oh, is that? I think they're mostly East Coast blogs. And I know like one of them is technically Philly and one of them is technically New York. So I just don't want to be like conflated with them. Yeah, I do like the name as long as it weren't going to lead to future legal troubles. I don't (laughs) like legal troubles. (laughs) No one likes legal troubles. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like a common enough word that um, it would be difficult to sort of trademark that. But they are big, and I used to live in Philly, so I know them because they have a big Philly blog. But outside of Northeast United States, it looks like they have Philly, Baltimore, Brooklyn, Delaware, and D.C. Well, and I also just Googled for Technically Queer. There is a um, LGBTIQQ community um, at the British Columbia Institute of Technology. It's a safe space for um, for LGBT individuals and allies um, on their campus. Uh, so dumb question, what is the second Q? If I had to guess, they're specifying queer and questioning as two separates. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I think we all kind of like technically queer as long as we don't conflate it with anything else. Well, why don't we just do that and if there's a problem deal with that what's that thing about asking for forgiveness rather than permission (laughs) yeah all right so is it done are we technically queer technically i like it (laughs) all right yeah i'm i'm fond of the name all right github repository as good as created cool uh and then for process i was just gonna clone turing and complete and what we do it's like uh I don't know how many of you do Ruby, uh, but it's a static site generator called Middleman. And every episode is a markdown file. Uh, and when we release, we just actually um, make a pull request with the new markdown file. And when it gets merged into master, Travis, or yeah, Travis um, deploys it because it's open source. We could do the free, um, free Travis and it deploys it to S3 and everything's hosted on S3. And I think that's worked out pretty great. And it's nice to be able to do like a pull request. Um, and we have Travis set up so that it actually makes, we have a beta site. Um, so it actually pushes the build to the beta site so everyone can look at it and then you can actually make comments and, and links and stuff. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that sounds really good. <laughs> All right, so I will fork that and make technically queer repository after the call. Do we all get icons like uh, you have for turning? <laughs> Who's the guy who did that? Uh, I outsourced that to Fiverr. Yeah, that's a, that's how my Twitter icon is is from Fiverr also. Uh, so one other card I had in Trello: uh, Should we be like a, should we or could we be, and do we want to be actually associated with the Slack group that birthed us? Yeah, there was conversation somewhere on there about the potential consequences of that. Was there some people talking about, you know, potentially attracting the bad people? I mean, I said that in the in the in a Trello card and asked that question okay. too, like the pros and cons. And I, I don't know exactly what the vetting process is for new people, but you know, if we do kind of make the Slack channel more public, then we kind of might possibly attract bad actors. And how serious of a problem would that be? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, I think the admins are usually pretty good about um, squashing that quickly. Um, I know that when the channel first, or when the Slack first started, um, Laurie basically was like, hey, who wants in? Um, here are the guidelines. And then if you messaged him, he would just add you. So there's not, doesn't seem like there's ever been like super vetting um, around who's getting invited. 
um, as long as you follow the guidelines and, and meet the requirements. There hasn't seemed to be a huge uh, need for um, a lot of policing on it. Yeah, I think that's like the major discussion that needs to be had is like, one, speaking with the admins about it would be a good idea. Like, I think the association is a good thing. I don't know if it needs to be like direct sponsorship um, necessarily, but like, are they willing to like take on the potential consequences of the added publicity? Um, like if they're more than willing to handle it, I think having some sort of association would be good um, because it kind of would lend legitimacy to the podcast from the very beginning because it's connected to an established and healthy and active community. Um, but if that's something they're not interested in, then it may not be the best idea. Yeah, I, I find it hard to um, to sort of um, believe that, you know, having a podcast associated with it would make it more public than all of the sort of tweeting and Facebooking that's already happened around it. I was going to say, I think it's a, it's a good point that we should check with the admins before yes. making that decision ourselves. So maybe we can just post in meta because there's a meta channel for discussing the Slack itself. Right. Yeah, and I think if they're like willing and happy to um it's a great idea to have some form of association because it's a good thing but it's their call more than our call i believe yeah it does. and then on that meta topic too i guess one other thing we'll have to watch out for is name dropping people in slack i'm not sure that everybody's out so just being sure that we don't like call out somebody that may or may not be out yeah, yeah. i think along those same lines um developing like not necessarily like a code of conduct but like some sort of like general etiquette document that can be provided to both regular and like first time guests just to be like hey these are like the values of what we're trying to foster here and these are the things that we don't want in this podcast um isn't a bad idea just so like people coming on for the first time have like an idea of what they're getting themselves into that's a good idea yeah, I really like that. We could actually just put that in our GitHub too and then just allow for pull requests for that too. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. All right. So in summary, we're technically queer. We're going to have a GitHub. Uh, we could use our issues, I think, for topics. I think that works pretty well. People could add and vote and comment on topics. Um, we're going to ask on Slack for artwork. Uh one thing we bandied about in channel podcast was the idea of instead of having picks, kind of having like maybe like a social justice thing to end the show, like maybe how to be less of a douchebag or like some name for that segment. I think how to be less of a douchebag is sufficient. Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then what would that segment look like? I think you'd have to be careful because I think that could end things on a potentially negative note if you're not safe with it. Cause it could be like, I mean, not that like every podcast is going to be like not heavy topics and like daisies and flowers and such. Um, but I don't know if like having like the send off being like, Hey, here's this problematic behavior and how to correct it is like the happiest thing. Yeah. I, uh, I quite like that point. Um, trying to keep things positive is probably a nicer thing to do. And having the ending, like little whatever um, segment, be something like act like oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
you like choose for it to be positive would be a good thing in case of episodes where we do handle really serious subjects. Um, because it can be like, oh, here's this like really serious kind of sad subject. Oh, but before you go, like here's this little bit of happiness. Um, yeah. Well, maybe maybe rather than billing it as like how not to be um, a douche, uh, may- <laughs> sorry, I actually have kind of some issues with that terminology, but um, have it more. Hey, here's a here's tips and tricks on how to be a better person, like because that's really what it's what it boils down to is like here are some things to think about to maybe make everyone's life better, including your own. Yeah, that's like a more positive spin on the same concept. Yeah, exactly. And I think that would probably work in practice. And if it doesn't change it. So would that be like um, just one tip that then the whole panel discusses? Or would it be a thing like a pick that everybody brings their own little tip every episode? Or something completely different? I was going to say, I thought it would just be like one tip. Like maybe it's it's your week, so you'd have one tip and then that'd be it. I don't know. Depends. You're saying it's your week. Are you saying like the guest or like whoever puts the topic forward or, or who would it be that picks that that tip? Well, I think it would probably just be something that was scheduled along with like the, who the guest would be. Just be like, and it's your week and next week it's so-and-so's week to provide this like little segment at the end. Um, that way it gets different perspectives each time. And it's not like one person's responsibility to come up with that bit of content. Sounds good. So, um, Lynn, yep. just a quick question. Like, so we talked a little bit about, um, like how many downloads you get each month. What's the S3 bill roughly like for turning in complete? Uh, so I don't see it as Justin's, but it's, it's very small. Yeah. I mean, S3 okay. downloads, I mean, the file size is like 30 megs or something and a couple yeah. thousand. I mean, again, that's another thing, especially with a podcast like this, like if download size, gets if if our uh, audience is so big that the bill is sizable i think that's a good problem to have and we could probably just solve it at that point with like a patreon or something okay i was just i was yeah. more curious cool I'd, I'd be interested to um sort of hear what other people um would hope to get out of participating in in a podcast so, I mean, for me, I mean, as somebody who does a regular podcast, I mean, I want to talk about tech anyway, so why not just talk about it with people I want to talk to and, you know, kind of throw the artifact online and see if other people want to listen. And, you know, selfishly, of course, for anyone involved, there's a little bit of self-promotion too. So I like the idea of this LGBTQ podcast to kind of, you know, give that spotlight on our community. Yeah. And I mean... Same reasons that that Lynn gave. Um, I actually don't have very many friends in the tech industry who like to talk tech when they're not at work. Um, I also most of my friends are game devs, so uh, it's it's kind of a li- little bit of a different world than um, than like application development. Um, and so I don't have a lot of people to talk about this with, and so that's one of my motivations. Um, plus, just getting better at talking just in general um is kind of a goal of mine so yeah nice i think for me like i just like really enjoy getting to have conversations that are like both like fulfilling and what i enjoy doing for a living but also like challenging in that we can talk about topics that like affect our community directly um 
both the tech community and the LGBTQ community. Um, and discussing the intersections of those, I think, is just something really interesting to, to discuss. So I think that's the thing I'm most interested in. I, know, I agree with everyone else. And I'd say that um, I'm really interested in like learning about podcasts as well. Because I've started blogging recently, but obviously podcasting is like quite different to that. So it's just interesting to see how the process works, as well as all the other reasons you guys said. <laughs> yeah, for me, I, um, I got into tech um, late in my life in terms of dev. And one of the things that helped me the most was the Ruby Rogues podcast. And um, the idea that I could participate in something like that is kind of cool to me. Um, But also, you know, having alternative voices out there that sort of say, hey, you know, it's okay for you to be in tech too. Like, there is a place for you. That's cool. I I have another admin kind of question as well. (laughs) Um, Shoot. Yeah. Um, so a lot of um, podcasts um, are very sort of particular about language. Uh, and what I mean by that is like making sure that they don't end up with the uh, explicit language warning on them um, and how as a group people feel about, you know, how measured people need to be in the words that they use. Um, I think it shouldn't be bad. It shouldn't be banned. It's just that Generally, in this kind of discussion, people don't really swear that much anyway. So I think if you swear, then you swear, and you can bleep it out if you need to. But I doubt there's going to be anyone, like, you know, firing them off all the time. I guess where I was sort of coming from is that, you know, there are potentially topics that, you know, may come up where, you know, uh, the use of, you know, whatever language uh, the person sharing stories and scenarios and situations may choose to use. Um, I think... um, that that's a legitimate form of expression, you know, when you're talking about difficult subjects. Um, but it's good to just sort of have a bit of clarity around that. Um, you know, I, I, I can be a bit sweary um, just mm-hmm. in general. Um, but that's like the intersection of British and Australian culture. Mm. Welcome, new friend. Yeah. Hello, Sarah. Thanks. <laughs> Sarah, why don't you introduce yourself since you just, just joined us? All right. Um, I'm Sarah Withy. I'm a software developer in Kansas City, Missouri. And yeah, what do you want to know? Uh, mm-hmm. So what kind of software do you do, I guess? I'm currently working on s- some financial software for a bank. Like if you go into a branch and work with some of the tellers and stuff, that's the software they use. Cool. Awesome. So Sarah, we've kind of come across a consensus on our name. Uh, All right. We're going with technically queer. All right. Uh, we're thinking that we're going to have a rotating panel. We're going to try to get artwork from people in Slack. And so, Sarah, what do you think about the podcast ideas so far? And what would you like to see out of a podcast in general? Um, I think all the ideas are pretty good so far. Um, I'm a little iffy on the name, but that might just be me. I mean, I think the idea of panels. So I'm, I'm, so I'm interested of, in okay. hearing um, more about what you, um, you know, what what sort of um, about that name doesn't sit well with you because it's an important topic. Yeah, um, I guess I'm not a huge fan of the queer word. I know some um, people identify as that, but um, sometimes I feel like it's used as kind of a blanket for everybody and. I know everybody doesn't always fall under that term or 
like it. So I guess that's my only real thing against it. I mean, I'm aware that the show itself doesn't mean everybody listening to it or everybody on it is necessarily queer, but. So that's, that's a pretty important issue. (laughs) What would you think would be like a better direction to go for the name? That's a really good question. And I'm glad you asked because I don't really have a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, 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 I'm mildly sad that nobody liked techversity. Techversity. I actually kind of like that. The only thing I'd say about that is it easily can be misconstrued as like university rather than diversity. Mm. If that's the like connection you're going for there. Yeah, I'm surprised there's no like coding boot camp that is already called Techversity. Yeah, that should be a thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as opposed to like all of our other issues, diversity. Like our oh, apparently there is a Techversity that does IT training. There, you go. <laughs> there it is. Dead. <laughs> Boom. Diversitech. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, any any other decision we can basically we can easily course correct. I think the name would be. And I don't want to talk for two hours about our name, but <laughs> yeah. the name would be the one thing that we can't really change midstream. So if we have a name that people don't, you know, like or is offended by or don't just even don't identify as, like, we should not go with that name, right? Um, how about since there's a different panel every single week or every single recording, I guess, um, we could just have a different title every single. Sound good? I'm kidding. Don't don't listen to that. <laughs> it would get a little confusing for like search results, but <laughs> you just change it to technically LGBTQ. I know it's a bit less slick, but still, who cares if it's like more inclusive? Technically, quilt bag. Yeah, I think inclusive is is like infinitely more yeah. important than like yeah. slick sounding branding. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag brain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, I take that back. Oh, sorry for my like really loud, like disgruntled sigh. <laughs> anyway, um, no, no, so, that was really good. Good feedback. All right, thank you. Yeah, so we were finishing up actually when you got on, Sarah. Do you have any more other questions or comments? Um, or I was wondering if there were any topics that everybody's thought of for to start off with the first several podcasts. So we were going to move everything over from Trello to GitHub and no okay. one yet has suggested topics, but we, we were suggesting adding topics you want as issues and then being able to look up and comment on them in there. It's a cool idea. I approve. Um, as a, as a early sort of, um, topic as things get started, I'd, I'd love, um, an episode about, you know, how, um, people got started in tech um you know your sort of journey into the community and how you uh, have found being within the tech community as who you are hmm. Hmm. i like that yeah i like that topic too yeah that's my all-time favorite yay for saying <laughs> something good <laughs> i said a thing i said a thing yeah it's really exciting um no i love that that idea just because everybody's stories are so different um, yet we ended up in similar places. So I think that's interesting mm-hmm. to discuss. Yeah. And I know my LGBTness has sort of affected how I got into the industry. So at least for me, it's a big part of my story. 
That's awesome. Well, it wasn't at the time. <laughs> but I got there, so. That's encouraging. Yeah, that could be a good repeat topic with, like, different panels, too, possibly. Yeah. Cool. Do we have anything else we want to discuss? So is this weekly, bi-weekly? Uh, we're thinking weekly. <laughs> if we, if I mean, I guess that we can course correct that, too, depending on, like, the amount of topics that actually come in in GitHub and the amount of, you know, interest and attention people actually have. True. Well, so do we want to do it weekly starting now or do we want to maybe do bi-weekly through the holidays and then start weekly after the first of the year? Cause I don't know if, I don't know who's traveling, um, during, well, I guess this is very U S centric, um, at least for next <laughs> or this week. I think with like, holidays and things it's just a matter of whether you can schedule and put together a panel for those weeks um and like taking a week off is not like an unheard thing of in the podcast world so like are, if there are weeks where like it just can't come together like it's not taking a break for a week's not gonna like kill your listeners but you go the doctor who route and release a christmas special and then you know <laughs> like go into the real actual series every week I like Christmas well, special. If that happens, I'm gonna wear my my Doctor Who <laughs> shirt. I approve. <laughs> well, you do have a fantastic T-shirt on right now. Oh, I bought. I, 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 yeah, I'm quite happy oh, with this. Yeah. I, I, I would like this. to know where you got that from. Uh, it was called Swish something or other. <laughs> uh, I think that Facebook figured out that I might not be straight. Um, How'd that happen? So it's a it's a Superman T-shirt with the rainbow flag underneath the Superman symbol. Oh yeah, I guess this isn't video, is it? Yeah, um, yeah, it's um, yeah, Swish Embassy was the site. All right. Uh, yeah, from from the land of America. There's lots of awesome T-shirts on there. I bought heaps of them. Uh, so sounds good. I'll clone this repo. Uh, I guess I'll put it temporarily under LGBTQ. Maybe we'll have a poll, see if there's any other name, but in the interim, we're just LGBTQ podcast. And uh, everyone want to say like where people can find out more about you? L- you? Uh, LGBTQ tech podcast, is it? Sure. That's a good point. Yeah, we should probably get tech in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, good point. The Just add another T on L- the end. LGBTQT <laughs> for tech, right? <laughs> we need we need the tech, otherwise those other people might want to come in. Uh, so, Jonathan, where can people find out more about you? Uh, best place to find out about me is probably my Twitter. It's lots of ramblings about um, a lot of things, mostly school. Um, but it's Jonathan at Jonathan Taylor with the first O being a zero because somebody <laughs> squatted at Jonathan Taylor and I offered to buy it from him and he will not uh, give it to me. Wow. <laughs> That's outrageous. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a pain. And Martin? Uh, I am at M Fecky. That's F-E-C-K-I-E uh, on the Twitters. I, I can usually be found shouting at people who are being uh, homophobic and unpleasant. Olu? <laughs> Um, I'm on Twitter, or well, pretty much on everything, as Oli Oli Oxenfree. Oli Oli Oxenfree. So, yeah, that's where you find me. Which Russell. is super easy to spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I totally didn't get the last part of that. Oxenfree? As in, like, the game? No. 
Uh, Russell? Uh, so Twitter also, uh, Russell Hay, H-A-Y, uh, with two S's and two L's in my first name. Um, also RussellHay.com, but it's just my blog and I rant about things. And Sarah? Um, I'm at Geeky Girl Sarah on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. <laughs> and I'm Ignew all over the internet. Uh, I'm Ignew all over the internets. I would say where you could find show notes, but we don't have a domain yet. But I'll uh, I'll <laughs> talk to y'all later. All right. All right. Okay. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs>